0: Welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we take the movies we love, break them apart to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined as always by my friend, co host, and guy who just loves to paddle preteens.
1: Hey, man, you got to join on you.
0: <laughs> It'd be cooler if you did. It'd be
1: a lot cooler if you did. Alex Tandino.
0: <laughs> to be fair.
1: He's not wrong. I'm not wrong.
0: That applies to every <laughs> single person who is over 18 years old. Honestly, yeah. Just like not kids. That doesn't apply for kids, no. but everyone else. Over
1: 18 only. Over like if 18. you went
0: to visit your grandma and you're like, I love my grandma. And you went to give her a hug. She's like, hey, spark this up. You'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Neither here we
1: nor there. you rude.
0: Before today's stellar episode, which I'm sure you already know what it is with that that mm-hmm. intro. Uh, we have some business, people. We we call upon you to help out. Ye olde film alchemist pod. We call upon thee and thy. Uh, Please, guys, if you can, be so kind. Go to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Pod. It's the best way to help grow and support this show. We've seen some good movement this last year. So we're trying to to be more marketing savvy, right? Uh, All the things they tell you you got to do if you want to play the game. You know, we can't just talk movies. That's we got to do business shit. Uh, so, again, patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. It's the best way to help us out over here, guys. Also, for your time and support, you get a big-ass library of Patreon-exclusive episodes. If you like our episodes, we got a bunch of them over there that you can find on Patreon. Mm-hmm. We have miniseries, our Tales from the Griff, uh, which is a Tales from the Crypt miniseries. That sounds narcissistic when I say it like that. but uh, That's coming back for Season 3 soon, right, with uh, our guest host, Mike Cloud. Me and Alex have been talking about... Starting our next mini-series, right? Some deep dives into some television stuff that we like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got commentaries. You can even have us record a double feature you want to hear. So, again, that's patreon.com slash Phil is Pod. The best way to help this show out. We appreciate it. For those of you who do and are about to. Uh, if you can't do money, man, we get it. We get it. The times are the times, man. Uh, there are tons of free ways you can help out podcasts like us, right? Follow us on social media. Share all the posts about episodes, right? That's a great and easy way to help out. Yep. Uh, if you like an episode, send it to a movie-loving friend of yours, right? You love movies. You probably have friends who love movies. Send them an episode, right? Just text them, right? Email them. Get them in your car. Hold them hostage. Make them listen to our hilarious, amazing, thoughtful, academic takes. That's what we're working on here.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> Non-academic, <laughs> academic takes.
0: Pretty minor, more academic I'm not here to throw stones from my fucking leather uh padded elbow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's early. I'm I'm just workshopping jokes at this point. Uh also go to YouTube. You can subscribe. Film Alchemist is the channel over there. That's a great way to see our beauty. Beauty and brains, right? Yeah. Twas us that let's put it this way: Twas us that killed King Kong. Twas us that killed Beast. Neither here nor there. Uh also wow. <laughs> If you could be so kindly five-star ratings and reviews anywhere and everywhere, you find the pot. All right, for the couple, like just a handful of you that made it through that that wild intro this morning, you are going to be greeted with a bounty of youth. Yeah. Of the times a change in. Mm-hmm. A teleportative movie to uh the good old days question mark. Um mm. days that I definitely remember this lifestyle, but not to this extent yeah 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 like this is a movie that when i was young we would watch this and be like oh it's like us but our parents and ours is cooler but i don't know it's so we're today we're watching richard linklater's dazed and confused an end of school summer classic right this is the last day of school right uh kids hitting summer i guess this is the thing there's no narrative beyond that no there is this place of it's Richard Linklater is kind of the ultimate hangout movie guy.
1: He's the only I mean, one who can make these kinds of movies.
0: I mean, there there are other hangout movies I like. This is just yeah, but he, like super bad is a hangout movie essentially, just with like big set pieces. But this is this is kind of his forte. It's just getting great actors, really fucking segmented cast, right? So there's almost like six to ten different like characters and groups that we check in with sporadically. Yeah. Um. So it's just this this end of summer kids kind of free but not knowing what to do with it and then there's just this like really dark like wow the 70s sucked vibe <laughs> you know like there's this thing the teenagers say they're like the 70s suck i bet the 80s will be cool and you're like that's just what every teenager thinks is that their age sucks every yeah, town you live in it's boring there's nothing to do right um the 70s seemed not cool when i watched this movie it's only, like at all
1: It's only it's something that has
0: changed since when i first saw this in high school right and I was like, "That's awesome!" Now I watch it. I'm like, "Oh God!" I'm glad I was born not in the 70s. <laughs> um, but just wonderful cast, really fucking fun and hilarious movie. Alex, opening thoughts on uh, "Dazed and Confused."
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, Richard Linklater is the only kind of is the only director who can get away with this kind of these kinds of movies. Like, and this is I like, think
0: he just does it the best. This is what this he, is like well, a whole genre. I was about itself, to say, maybe.
1: yeah. What I Was about to say before you. Oh, here we
0: go. Overtook. Oh, <laughs> no. All right, bringing out his affleck tones on me like I'm a new frosh that he wants to spank. <laughs> I can't.
1: I can't quote Obanion so yet. Just yet. No. Um, but you're right. It is like it is what he does best, and what he does yeah. better than most people. To be honest with you, yeah. like this, I love that movie he made. That's like the spiritual successor to this, which is uh, everybody wants some. Um... And all the before movies. Like, he does a better job. Slacker. slacker. Yeah, he... Like, this he, is what he does really very good well. Like,
0: Even Boyhood is just, like, a hangout with yeah. a boring family movie.
1: Yeah. W- w- waking Life. Like, these are the movies he makes really well. Like, it's strange. Whenever he has, like, very... Other than School of Rock, maybe. Uh, whenever he has very yeah. thorough plot films, they're kind of, like... They're just sort of cookie cutter and by the numbers. Like, he does this hangout thing and this vibe just the best there is no other director who can do it this way they normally right. need a little and, more impetus. and we're both we we're both former film students right
0: and i think mm-hmm. for guys like us i think there's a, a an extra appreciation we have yeah because he was always one of those guys you're like we could make that movie
1: well so well that's like right the thing and we just like, happen to
0: have like 30 amazing actors we could make right. that
1: movie. well that's like the main thing is slacker is the proto film for a lot of the filmmakers like kevin smith right know, kevin
0: smith saw that and then that begot yeah. clerks right so which Sl- then begot a bunch of us into filmmaking right
1: exactly so slacker is the proto film that sort of got us all on board with what it is that we could make and it's a really fascinating thing to watch and like dazed and confused though is it's interesting it's like the inverse of mall rats because dazed and confused a also has jason london in it but also um or Jamal Ranz says, but it's the same sort of, like, second movie out the gate thing, and this movie did also, like, not a not a huge sum. It did okay with critics. It did, it did better with, like, Peter Travers and the other critics, mm-hmm. but did the same cult following thing. Like, now it is a much bigger deal than it was when it came out.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, now that's the other thing, too, is movies like this, when you go back and find this cast, and you're like, a lot of these people went on to massive yeah, star
1: especially because specifically this cast is all famous people mm-hmm. there is like not a single mm-hmm. person in this movie who did not go on to end up being you know cole hauser's yellowstone guy ben affleck's ben affleck like i actually think i actually think the person who became the least the famous had like a might, run might be jason london
0: <laughs> well no the guy who plays um don the like overalls football player he yeah. pretty much he is pretty much yeah now, but Anthony Rapp had a career Anthony after this. Anthony
1: Rapp, Adam Goldberg, Parker right. Posey. Parker Posey became like the... Joey
0: Lawrence Adams yeah. or whatever.
1: Parker, Parker Posey became the indie right. girl. Like, this is just filled with people who...
0: Some of the younger kids. But that's what I mean. If you take a cast and you're like 10 to 12, 15 of these actors are going to go on to be pretty big staples. Shocking. Of the 90s. Like,
1: what a cast to get together, you know?
0: But that's, what I mean, so it is fun. Like we watched, um, we did, uh, I had that guest pod, Ben Mason, right? From the uh, BS Bargain Ben pod represent. For
1: for Glory Days, yeah.
0: Yeah, really nice guy. And he, the movie he wanted to talk about was Glory Days. And it was the same thing where you're like, oh shit, it's Affleck and French Stewart and all these guys that went on to be these big stars, right? And so Affleck's in a couple of these, but I think that adds to the mystique. But I think more than anything, this is one of those movies where, it's just capturing a vibe, right? Right. This is the most vibe That's movie I've ever seen. the most seen, important
1: thing about the movie.
0: The, the, the pitch perfect use of like the 70s needle drops, right? You get the various like reactions to One the end of the One sixth school. of
1: the budget was for music.
0: I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all, but you can't imagine I'm this movie that. without the Aerosmith drop. No, not at all. Right? The sweet emotion is so fucking intrinsically tied to how I think of this movie. Yeah. And so it just does a great job of building this. So even though it's set in the seventies and there's all kinds of bizarre choices happening where you're like, oh, that's not for me. You instantly recognize this energy, this end of school energy, this holy shit, the whole world lays before us. The oppressive adults are now behind us and we'll tell them to suck our hogs because we're free Americans. Right. Right. Like you can remember those energies. I was one of those kids, I was young enough, so I'm that generation that was analog childhood, right? Like, got my first cell phone when I was a junior in college age, right? hmm So, like, had the internet, but it wasn't, like, the cool internet. Like, it was dial-up, yeah. right? So you had to wait for everyone to go to bed so you could fucking sit on the computer for a long time. Absolutely. Um, so I had, a lot of my younger days were, hey, let's drive around and see what's up, right? So go get a drink at the gas station, hang out, see if anyone's getting in trouble, fucking smoking or Sweets, whatever right then the, hey let's just drive to the mall like we had these hangouts where you knew other teenagers existed. and you're like let's just go there and see if anything pops off any yeah. weird shit happens right you're like oh i'll bring like a firecracker see if i can be the guy that starts it up tonight um so i remember this so vividly yeah and it's so funny because you're like it just looks like it sucks
1: <laughs> yeah like the, the idea I mean, of this
0: movie just it like everything in this let's just actually let's just get it out of the way because i feel like this is what we're really what, like dying to talk about The fucking assaulting middle school kids in this movie is such a fucking bizarre thing that never really sat on me until watching it this time. I've
1: never had this. I don't know about anybody else. Uh, This was not an experience I had getting into high school.
0: We only had it for sports. Yeah, hazing. When you were the freshman on a a sports team, there was definitely some hazing, carry our stuff, right? Like they throw sweaty jock straps at you and you'd have to carry. Like we did shit like that.
1: I never but it was
0: never to the extent like if I was at a baseball game and my son Hunter's pitching and there's just four fucking guys slapping paddles and like, yeah. you know, talking to him like they're the fucking old guys from the Muppets. And they're like, when your son leaves the field, cause I'm assuming his parents were going to watch his baseball game. When your son leaves the field, we're going to fucking beat you the beat shit, the out, the out, shit of out of his skinny him. body. Yeah. I would be over there like, that's it, we're gonna fight. Yeah. You guys might beat me, but I'm fucking blacking I'm blackening an eye or two. And the fact that this movie intrinsically is just telling us that the whole of society has said, yeah. No, you
1: and this I This fucking piranha feeding frenzy must occur. You and I are Adam Goldberg and Anthony Rapp at the like yes. female and like the whole community seems yeah. to be okay. If there's concessions being sold here. What is going on? I was never the
0: like because that's the other thing this movie asks you is where do you fit in the high school scale I definitely
1: was adam Goldberg,
0: and i think london is like the ideal right where it's like yeah we're so cool we can play with the athletes but really we're like we're like an artistic one of those you know, people counterculture yeah, guy
1: all the, all the different
0: but really yeah i think and goldberg is like pretty specifically where we would yeah, have been i absolutely
1: was rapper goldberg like- i
0: i felt goldberg too because he's like he wants to get in fights and shit and he's like he's mad but he doesn't know what to do i was like all right i got i got some of that but I love that the movie's also like it has those recognizable like harbors. Yeah, where it's like it is weird that all these guys are so jacked it's to fucking beat paddle children. little boys. I yeah, let's just how, run away however,
1: from that. To be counter to be countered only by it, which I think the girls are so much worse than the guys. Like getting beat with paddles I, is like oh that sucks. That is a fucking. But that's only one of the. You
0: can overcome the the mental anguish of having to run from your life like you're in a boat that's too small. <laughs> I think we're undervaluing the mental torture of that more than that. These dudes fucking show up outside of the middle school with a fucking massive bullhorn. CB
1: radio. Yeah. And they're
0: like, we're going to beat all your asses, your chariot. Like they're saying all this wild shit. Ch- they're hammering beers at like one thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. Right? Driving around this town, terrorizing them, screaming at kids, and the teacher just goes, Well, I was in Nam. Good luck. Like,
1: Dude, that teacher what? has the line of the whole fucking movie. <laughs> because I'm like, there is therein lies the difference between like growing up and look, again, I could be
0: growing up how we grew up. Growing versus, up how we grew up. Yeah. Which
1: I don't really think we like when you're living in a suburban nothing town or wherever, like even rural, even rural Indiana town, you know?
0: You just know you're missing shit all the time. Yeah. It's one of those places.
1: It's a weird thing, though, for teachers to be completely complicit in the actions that are about to take place. Like, I mean, like, you know, now you would absolutely you'd lose your job for sure. Like, without a doubt. If not, if not much worse.
0: No, no, no. This is an absolute relic of a time. I just think it's like no adult even pretends that, like, we should stop this except for Blondie's mom who yeah. pulls the shotgun, yeah, yeah. which is a great
1: scene. She, Yeah, she. that's a great moment. but. <laughs> you're fucking dead you're fucking dead but the girls okay the girls torture is so fucking that if you want to talk about mental anguish these girls get basically they're like hey do you want to be in or out all right cool let's all go to this parking lot put in like baby pacifiers and like like baby pacifiers let's douse you in oatmeal i feel like i would be
0: mentally strong enough to be like you're not even trying this is so pathetic I think it's right? just like, a weird thing. I thought there thing. was a way that they could, like, more specifically torture these people. Like, you know, the real high school people And then you drive effect. them through
1: the car wash, which I'm like, that is dangerous. Like, there's nothing good that The car wash, back. I was
0: like, eh, that's fun. That's fun games, right? Like, eh, no big deal. I go. think the, the, thing, the thing that they do that is the most embarrassing to those girls is making them go up and propose to people.
1: Yeah. Another thing. That's
0: one where you're like, Ugh, See, here's the gross. thing.
1: Okay, I'll give you this. Up to that point, I'm like, man, this female the- it's also
0: in my mind, I was like, How old are these kids? 13?
1: Yeah. Well, so okay, to that point, uh, to that when I was watching it yesterday, I was like, man, these female seniors are fucking vicious. This is terrible. And yeah. then Parker Posey, or no, it's not Parker Posey, it's the other blonde girl who I never remember her name. Uh, because she's in but she's in swingers. But she walks uh the girl over to Don, Dawn, and Don's like, open your mouth, do this. And I'm like, never mind. The guys are worse. Yeah. Forget it. Never mind.
0: <laughs> Don is Don is a character that just has been aged out of this movie almost. Like, because I think when we watch it, we're like, oh, he's like the cool stiffler of the movie. And you watch it now, you're like, oh, that oh. guy went to
1: jail for sure. Like, yeah, <laughs> like
0: Don is like doing time. Yeah, J- right. Don, Dawn... he's the one who's like, <laughs> yeah, like twenty years later, he's applying for like a judgeship, and they're like, oh, actually, you have all these rape charges against you. He's like,
1: what? 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 My name's Brett Kavanaugh. Swee-ratted I'm me. totally Hell- cool. Yeah, it was
0: the 70s. What? <laughs> Everything's been great for me until people started, you know, remembering what I did. What? He's so grotesque in this yeah, movie he's at terrible.
1: Times. But he has the best but eyebrows Again, of any character in the entire I movie. I
0: also, well, as a strong-eyebrowed man myself, uh, I just think, and this is something I think you have to do as an audience, I think watching a movie like this and then just attacking it for being showing you what it was like at a time is, is just kind of a stupid thing to no, do
1: like you just right?
0: if you're a person who's like the things like that are going to offend you you pretty quickly you just don't watch movies about teenagers in the 70s you pretty
1: quickly need to accept what's happening yeah. and then move on and your
0: outrage is not going to go back like a time machine and fix the the wrong it's of such a waste time. of
1: time like there's just like that's yeah. such a like just turn it off just don't man. watch the it's movie fine. it's fine
0: i get it because i was watching it now in like my 2023 mind and i'm like.
1: Yeah, man, Ooh, they like this went is, for it. they were like
0: talking about like blowing 13 year olds yeah, and shit.
1: Not cool at all. Like, well, also,
0: this all. is the other thing is like I remember I was like a hyper sexualized young person. Right. Like when I was that age, everything in my mind was how can I get my dick into women? Right. Like, what can I do to make myself worthy? Right. This is why I told you the story. I used to shoot hoops outside when I was skinny. Yeah. Like, to Barbie Girl, to jock jams, like, with no shirt on, because I thought the neighbor girls would see me. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, they'd see me swish my, you know, my jumpers wet. Right. Of course. They'd get wet. Mm-hmm. Right? Once they put a towel on the floor so they could get traction, they would Flintstone run through the wall and directly onto my penis. Right. That was, like, the, that's what I was as, like, a sophomore in high school, as so I was, like, that's a realistic thing right like when we went to the mall i was like hey mom can i go by myself for an hour like meet me in an hour no sooner right because i was like all right that's cool when they see me grabbing an iron maiden shirt some girl's gonna loot me with one of those chain wallets right And we're gonna have hellraiser sex in the stock room so i need (laughs) mom i need at least an hour. like everywhere i went i assumed sex was going to occur so i understand where these kids are at I just don't remember that.
1: When you're in that age, I remember school
0: dances, but that was not like I'm going to have sex. That's like, maybe I'll get a kiss.
1: Yeah. I like having sex (laughs) was always like a thing that. Oh, like to me only happened in movies. Like there was no way I was going to be cool enough or suave enough to get laid.
0: This is back when I like still thought like maybe I would get superpowers. like, you know, know. you still have that like little bit of fancy in your mind at that age. But like, I literally imagined if I did the right things, Women were going to Kool-Aid man through a wall and just take me.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's. But that's. Everywhere
0: I went. So every thought I had was, how can I do sex stuff?
1: Right. But that's what you do. And it is a
0: poison to the brain.
1: That's what you do (laughs) when you're that age. I mean, like, because, yeah, you are motivated a lot by your libido. But at the same time, like, the amount of sexualization that all these kids are experiencing, like, Mm. it's, it's unmatched.
0: Well, it's weird because Affleck is so, gives off like rapey vibes. Like, he saw, like, ooh, a
1: cherry. Ooh, I want more licks on that you ass. Know what's like, in- he's like you know what's really interesting? Like- yeah, like to me, Ben Affleck's character, which by the way, apparently was between him and Vince Vaughn for this part. Oh. I can't but I can't imagine Vince Honestly, Vaughn. Honestly, I think
0: Vince Vaughn would crush
1: this. I can't imagine Vince Vaughn at this age cuz this is like swinger's era. He's yeah. so tall and thin at this point. Like he's Rudy size.
0: So is Affleck, though. He's not like a big dude. Yeah, but
1: Affleck just has he's,
0: a, I mean he's a big guy, but he's not like Jack.
1: Affleck just appears Affleck does such a good job being the in high school like everybody had yeah. this person in high school the this trick
0: is- of Vince Vaughn at that young age was that he was also a douche yeah but like hyper lovable
1: right see that's the difference like Ben Affleck Affleck could- and this is just douche douche and Ben Affleck could turn it off really I think there was something that was really fascinating that I read Linklater said which was the reason they went with Ben Affleck was because he could be basically there's Vince Vaughn who is yeah like does that douchebag thing really well but he basically said there's an unappealing person and an appealing person ben affleck is very smart and full of life you don't cast the unappealing person you cast the appealing person and make them be a dick because i think that's Mm -hmm. and i think that's really you know that's a really fascinating richard linklater thing and again why he's so good why he gets these movies made is because he knows who to cast for it and like vince vaughn is a wonderful actor and yeah he would have been awesome too but that scene going up to carl the like chasing carl and uh wiley wiggins character into the house and yeah like the mom with the shotgun is like oh you piece of shit you're dead you're fucking dead only honestly
0: the the one scene where you're like could vince vaughn have like done this role i think he would have crushed every scene the one question is the when affleck gets the paint dropped on him yeah I felt like that was just like such a pitch perfect rage that he felt. It was.
1: It's a perfect. I
0: love that scene. That what high are you school. At?
1: <laughs> that high <laughs> school rage of like point. You didn't see anything. I'll kick your fucking ass. And right I believe now.
0: he actually like broke his ankle when he yeah. hit his paddle on he the ground. Like his, he really he hit did his break ankle and his ankle. Shattered it. <laughs> yeah, he hit the ground and like rolled it or six. He's wearing cowboy boots and shit. But, Yeah, I think he actually broke his ankle because he was like really into the anger of the moment. <laughs> Dude, it's. It's a great. performance. It's such
1: a great performance because he is just. So that's the, the scene rich. where I'm
0: like, I feel like Affleck is so good in that scene. It's hard for me to imagine Vince Vaughn not adding like that tongue and cheekness. Exactly.
1: To it. Like I think, like that,
0: Vince Vaughn is just an actual exposed douche and right. is furious. Well, and I
1: think the other thing too is like Vince Vaughn is too smart for the room in that regard because yeah. you would never buy that Vince Vaughn flunked and and had to be held back twice. Like that's true. That's the other bit that I think people forget sometimes is like he's like a second time senior because he's
0: yes so he wants to smack kids all right one more one more uh character that's become more rapey than i remembered and then i think the best way to talk about this is just to rank our characters sure yeah i forgot because i was like is mcconaughey like 22 years old this character i
1: don't know how old he's supposed to be there's a famous line
0: that we're all like ah that's fucking funny he's like that's what i love about high High school school girls." girls
1: Yeah, I get older,
0: they stay the same age. And I remember as a kid being like, yeah, hilarious. And now you're like, (laughs) oh, God, like you work for the city, dude. Like, don't you have city workers you can go to? Like, isn't there a bar with like divorced moms? She's literally the only person.
1: Oh, hey, is the drinking age 18 at this time? That's what
0: they said in the show. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Okay.
0: Is there 18? Because the one when that the fucking long haired kid who looks like my friend Brian Wilson, it's like. He just goes in. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I work for the city." He's doing McConaughey spiel. and the guy's just like, "I hear that change in your pocket." And it's like, that kid looks ten. Yeah, that kid looks ten how years bad, old.
1: How bad? How bad? That um.
0: It's also Texas. That I don't liquor think they store. Give that, shit that liquor
1: store guy is like one of Linklater's. Like he shows up in almost all the movies. I think any movie I love that, in that Texas, he uses he real
0: up. guys, right? Like Scorsese does that too a lot. Mm-hmm. But I like because he has that. He has the old guys that talk to London at the baseball game. Love that. Like you it just gives it this extra layer of like, okay, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm in yeah. this town. All right, so characters that we like their journey. Yeah, because that's the thing. This is a pure hangout movie. It's it's near impossible to dissect this There's for no, meaning beyond just what they yeah, are.
1: Besides, besides us just doing. So you scene start and
0: scene. character you enjoyed writing with on this Friday night.
1: I do like the Marissa Ribisi Anthony Rapp, Adam Goldberg group. But that's because that's my group. I
0: could that's our car. That's, that's my where car. we would be. Like, I, I would already there be in that There is a car. world where cuz I I feel like I could only be in one of three cars, right? Yeah. I feel like cuz I did do sports, Right. but I didn't do like the cool guy sports. I did wrestling, I did track. I could
1: probably be in Kohlhauser's truck.
0: I was a I theater kid.
1: Off. I was a theater kid too.
0: We're big, so yeah. we'd be we'd be sought after for spanking children. Sure. Um, I mean, we beat our own but kids I, all the time, so I'm <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I also see CTS. that's the other thing, too, is like
1: I was never very good at like. Like, because,
0: yeah, like you, Goldberg and rap is the car we'd be in. I also could have fallen into the stoner car.
1: No, I see. I wasn't a good stoner. Like
0: there's an off chance I could have fallen into the like London Dawn car. But, like, mostly we're going to be rap and Goldberg driving around. I think it's The rapper- only thing about that where I was like, that couldn't have been me, is that there was a woman in the car.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's fine.
0: That was just an impossibility for me.
1: If the rap if and was- Goldberg car was, like, kids who were in, like, because I was in bands. So, like, if it was kids who yeah. were in bands Band, or that kind of car. Band, theater. I could do that.
0: Debate club, mm-hmm. speech team. Right? Like, we didn't have a school paper, really, that was like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Like but stuff we were in that- all
0: of the adjacent
1: Stuff that basically made you not cool but like because you did it you felt like because you did it and you were insulated with your friends you felt like you could.
0: but you had a community yeah like doing theater never made me popular in school in fact everyone on my team would just be like oh you're a theater yeah like that's pretty gay i
1: and you're like what my uh my sophomore year of my sophomore year of yeah. high school i was uh yeah because i'm a theater kid so sophomore mm-hmm. year of high school we're doing a play and, you know, I was on the basketball team, so I was also like, hey, I need to go play basketball. I, I play basketball, too. It was the last year I played basketball because I blew my knee out again. But um, I would say, yeah, I'm on my way to basketball practice. And when I get to basketball practice, they'd be like, Dandino, where were you? Like, well, you know, I was like, oh, it was at a theater rehearsal? And the coach who was uh, like, I think the, <laughs> I think the coach was yeah. uh, he was an English. He was one of the English teachers. But the coach would always be like, Ugh, all right, Dandino, whatever." Like he hated me, and I was like, "What did I do?" Because I don't dedicate yeah. my life to this. Like, what's your problem? And then I blew my knee, on, he didn't give a shit anymore. But yeah. So.
0: Yeah. No, I remember like getting up because our senior year we did a melodrama. Mm-hmm. Our our drama teacher is like Miss Cleveland. Represent. She's like, I want to do a mel, and she was really great. Right. Like, just was like in love with theater. It was like a small town country lady. Her husband was a farmer that would build these like really elaborate sets for us. Yeah. It was nice. cool. But she's like, I want to do a melodrama. So essentially, I played like a fucking twirled mustache, like bad guy. Perfect. Right? And I was like, all right, this is pretty cheesy kabuki acting, but, you know, whatever. It's fun. And I'll never forget looking out. And I did my first, like, bit, right? I, like, swash out onto the stage. Yeah. I get the big laugh, and I'm like, all right, I'm fucking killing this, dude. It's senior year. Like, this. I'm the star this year. And I look out at the sea of parents laughing. And then right beyond them in the back are all of my friends just, ah, ah, ah pretending that they're sucking dicks sounds about right and i was like thanks guys thanks for being here to support me because they're all like oh yeah we'll come watch your play and all they did the whole time was pretend they were sucking dicks to try to distract me but they didn't know my training was strong <laughs> they would have had to actually start blowing each other to distract yeah
1: me. well then it would be a different so thing altogether but, but
0: but yeah that is one of those things you're not cool because you're a theater kid but i think you i become could... very bonded and tight-knit with other yeah. theater kids
1: so I think I could definitely, obviously, the Goldberg rap car for sure. That's our car. I think I, I could pull off the Cole Hauser truck, but I'd get kicked out pretty quickly because I, be, I wouldn't beat any kids.
0: I don't think you have that dog in you. No, not to be rude. No, no. But I think think there's like a real aggression in that
1: car. There's a real aggression in that car. But that's what I'm saying. Like I could get in that car and then immediately get kicked out for not chasing down freshmen. That was like, that would be like my thing.
0: Cole, like Ben Affleck is like the childish, like I am so insecure in myself. I want to go beat young children. Yeah. Right. Where it's kind of like, he seems almost like this is the wrong way to phrase it, but like innocent. Like, he's not, like, Cole Hauser looks like he's, like, I'm on my third divorce. I haven't smoked a cig in a week. I'm, like, I'm hitting these kids because I need something to grasp Like, Cole Hauser's, like, actually scary in this movie. Yeah. And so I was, like, that's the, because I was, like, I could have been in that car. I, yeah. But yeah, I just don't think that, there's, like, a real, well, I like. I could have been
1: in that car. I just, meanness. I know I don't have the, I don't, I know I don't have the instinct for it at all. Yeah. But. It's one of those things where, like, I could at least have caught in a ride. And then, like, dude, get the fuck out. I'm yeah. like, you know what? You're right. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah. And see, that's. So my other car is like, I think I could have been with the stoners. Right. I thought it was a great bit where the kid's dad's like, did you order a bunch of beans? Oh, like, dude, no, what? I
1: love that bit.
0: I, and I, he clearly knows he's smoking pot in his room. And, uh, you know, him like turning the party goers away is fucking great. Awesome. But I was like, honestly, the stoner rich kid is kind of was kind of douchey. Yeah. Like, like, I actually wouldn't have hung out with that kind of stoner. You know what I mean? What's the guy's name? He went on to be the dad in Oculus, the long-haired... Pickford? ...stoner who can...
1: Yes. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Not Pickford. You're talking about Rory Cochran.
0: Yes, Rory Rory Cochran. Cochran. That's right. Him I could have been hanging out with. I could have done a drive around with him.
1: Yeah. Slater was a... Slater's a nice character. Like, Slater's a nice stoner. Like, I... There were guys... He's
0: like a nothing as a human. Like, that's the guy you're not in love with as you get older. Because you're like,
1: why aren't you working? The stoners that I knew the stoners that I knew in high school were yeah. like He's too fried 80% of them were dickheads. Like I did not want to spend time with them because like, they were just like, it's not that they we weren't,
0: weren't dickheads, th- but what it is is like
1: but smoking pot fun. in high school
0: was a, okay, I get that. But there's a real like tribalism to that. Sure. Where like when you're that age and you smoke pot, you're like, holy shit, I'm like a rock star. Right. Like I'm a criminal to society. And so people that don't, you're like, you fucking square. Right.
1: Everybody else is a narc and I get it.
0: Yes. But like, yes.
1: there is something, to but, there guy, but there was one guy, stoners were but there was one guy who was a li- like a Slater who was very pleasant. And I got along with him because I was just like, yeah. And yeah. he's like, do you want, you want anything? I'm like, I'm good, man. He's like, cool. I like that. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Live your life, dog. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I like those guys. And then I think that's most of it. The- like I would not be in McConaughey's car. No,
1: before. I'm not nearly. I don't know if, see, that's the thing. I'm not sure if. McConaughey. So I had a friend who used to hang out with a lot of the older kids, like a lot, like all the graduated yeah. kids. I had a friend who hung out with them a lot, and he'd always like bum cigarettes off them and shit. And I think that is like a key component because I knew the people. Then that I knew the people in that car, uh, but none of them did. None of them were just like trolling for underage girls like at all <laughs>
0: it is weird i mean i worked with a guy i'm sure i told you this story but i worked at the SIA factory right we yeah. were making subaru isuzu cars
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so i'd work there in the summer and i was on the fucking like truck frame line so right. like fucking giant metal frames tightening all like i had a hundred bolts i had to tighten on every car and like you'd get one every minute it was like a brutal terrible job that now i'm sure machines do but there was this old fucking these two old dudes i worked with they were like a fucking hideous jay and silent bob right <laughs> This one guy (laughs) exclusively wore T-shirts for the band Iced Earth. Yikes. Right? This, like, near-fantasy metal band. Long-ass P-tail, right? Was wearing, like, stomping around in Doc Martens, right? Like, he was just, like, a tough guy. But I was like, ah, he's at least funny. Right. Right? And so we'd talk shit. I was, like, a young metalhead, so, like, we'd talk shit. And there's this other older guy who definitely at one point had a mullet that got cut off, so he was so fucking burned on his neck that you thought an alien entity, like, society, was going to pop out of the back of his neck, right? (sighs) And he sat there, and I'll never forget, because he would always tell me these stories, right? And this woman would walk by, and we worked in a factory, so not flattering uniforms at all. This lady was around 40 and built similarly to me. And he just goes, God damn. He's like, I would eat a mile of her shit just to see where it come from. Oh. Right? And he would say shit like that to me all the time. Right. And he'd be like, boy, you don't even understand. He's like, pussy ain't never smell as good as it is in high school. Like, he would say shit like that to me. And he's like, if you ever get into some, he's like, you save it and you bring it into me on Monday.
1: And I'm like, what? Like, oh. he's just
0: a weird fucking guy, right? Yeah. And I'll never forget, because he gave me, I was told him we're like in a band and we're starting a band. And he's like, yeah, they might make me the bass player. And he's like, all right. So the next day he brought in this, this like Van Hagar bass where it had the tuning knobs on the bottom. It had no top of the neck, right? It was just a neck. Oh, shit. It was, it was like, like once, one of those. Yeah. Okay. It was like a guitar, but like as a bass, yeah, right? Yeah. It's so weird and it was so heavy like a talking and every base. fucking knob was like rusted and i was like dude this thing doesn't work nor do i have an amp and he's like now don't you fucking take that from me he's like i've made magic on that he's like i drank pussy for that and i was like what and so i took his guitar and i was like thanks it's like i was dabbling with it for the week and the very next week my friends are like hey man are you sure you can't go to Ozfest because you're working and i go you know what actually i quit the job i was like i only had like two weeks left of summer I was like, I quit the job. Let's go to OzFest. <laughs> and somewhere to this day, I bet I still have that dude's guitar. <laughs> wow. And I always – like, for a year, I was like, is he going to track me down to, like, college and murder me? Hey, man. But I just worked with these old – and I was like, that guy for sure, if I had ever, like, let that separation of work in my young life break, he for sure would have hung out with me and for sure would have fucking thrown it at every person in his right. vicinity.
1: That would have been the Wooderson.
0: Abs- I mean, he was – He's one of those guys that when you're working in a factory, you're like, oh, this guy's fucking weird. I can pass the time with him. But the thought of actually like being with him in public was so fucking repulsive to me. because <laughs> I was like, I bet it's the exact same. I bet this you know isn't what? locker room. A talk. lot of the older guys.
1: <laughs> so there was there was one guy in particular because he was dating. So he was a senior. When I was a freshman. And then graduated and kept dating yeah. a girl in my class, and I remember that being like a big thing. As so I was just like, "That's, that's kind of strange." See, high school kid on high school thing is
0: one, but like twenty year olds who are like, "Oh, freshman." For me, high, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah,
1: once you graduate or you're at least two years removed and you're still dating high school girls, like this happened. My high school girl from my senior year, my high yeah. school girlfriend. There was a guy who was in his twenties. At you least you were
0: thirty two when you were dating her.
1: No. I oh, okay. I was married sure. when I was 32. but <laughs> I vaguely remember that, yeah. My, so, basically, my girlfriend in high school, I was a senior. She was a junior. And there was another guy who was two years older Grito than Robert. me who was that's always, like, wizard. lusting after her. And I'm like, that's the yeah. Wooderson. That's the Wooderson. That's the Wooderson. He well, was... we
0: had the wild thing. We had a thing where the, the English teacher I loved, right, that I would always talk horror movies with. Yep. She got busted at a party with high school kids oh no shit And was definitely fucking high school students and i remember being so offended that i wasn't like a sexual <laughs> partner for her
1: it's because you sat there so and i was like
0: had we that. had really good talks about cinema but she's just like you know what this guy likes the blair witch a little too yeah that's much. why I can't have sex because
1: you sat girl. there and said cinema and
0: i was a sophomore right right so maybe she's like i just wasn't in my prime yet maybe she was just like i like the big football guys that could be it turns out she was only doing that because her husband for the previous year, the history teacher had been raiding the parties oh. and was fucking a bunch of high school girls. So it came out all these kids then are like, "Oh, I fucked him. Oh, I fucked her."
1: Oh, and interesting. So like they were running I through like that. That's pretty cool. So there's
0: a lot of that.
1: Um, that happened I with they, a they both, that I actually I happened years later with a girl time, I graduated with. So
0: yeah, there was a weird because I think as a young boy you're like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, dude, that'd be awesome." But when it was him fucking younger women, I remember that's when we're all like, "Oh, is this bad? Not great." <laughs> Like, you have, like, your testosterone, like, sex-addled mind. Yeah. And you're like, all right, maybe this is rad. Anywho, I don't know why we're talking about that shit. Um, I do think it's just amazing that this movie is able to continue to not just get stuck in the mud. I think it's I the mean, hardest hurdle for a,
1: a Hangout movie is to not just get so fucking bored. I think because there's – this is the thing. there There's classically no structure. and But There is. The structure is, we got a party. We can't just stay at the yeah, Emporium I don't know all know night. The, the Pickford party got the busted. The that
0: I would use is like a screenwriting phrase, right? Is I don't think there's a structure, but there is at least a ticking clock.
1: Yeah, it's the night.
0: You have it's one, one day. day that is the last day of school. When yeah. the sun rises the next day, it is no longer the last day of school. Right. So in a way, I guess that does offer a little bit of momentum. But it is, it's just the great testament that, Because imagine writing a script where all it is... You're like, I'm writing 10 different high school perspectives. And this is the extra hard part. Because almost no high school kid on earth is interesting enough... To want to sit and listen to their fucking takes on life. No, not at all. High school kids think they know everything. They're so fucking dramatic. But they haven't fucking lived at all. Right? And so it's really incredible that he does that times like 15. For a whole movie. And it just... Doesn't fucking repulse us.
1: I think because
0: Because what we're watching is these kids who are still clinging on to something. There is a hopefulness. I think to that that day,
1: I think. And tell me if you think I'm wrong. But I think the reason the movie doesn't get stale, like after 10, like after they're out of school and after like Mm -hmm. all the all the ritual beatings are finished when the parties are starting. To me, the reason the show, the movie doesn't get stale. Is because they keep hopping between these groups. There is never a time where we're just sitting yeah. with one group the whole time. Right. And not only that, we're moving with the characters that are actually doing the movement. Like when Wiley Wiggins, yeah, when Wiley Wiggins goes to get, um I can never remember the 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 only black guy in Texas uh beer,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Who has the soul pole? I can't remember the character. I can't name remember him. that character's name. Yeah,
1: but yeah, the guy with the soul pole. Great performance excellent performance he goes and gets him a beer that's the scene where he's like yeah you know he like uses Wooderson's story and the and the with the old guy and then his friends show up and like hey man you're over there at the important yeah 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 is O'Banion there so you're gonna keep moving the story forward with these characters that are trying to move outside the world they've moved throughout this whole thing like it's a really really delicate storytelling technique
0: I would argue that the moment the party starts I could turn the movie off there
1: yeah, you I could. think that
0: the party at the moon tower, I think the party at the moon tower is that it's kind of a zero scene, well, right? Like it... We've kind of already done our getting to where we're going. Right. There's not really a great well, payoff. To we've anything. now gotten to the party. Right. And the party's just uninteresting, right? Goldberg punching that guy is the closest we come to something of value happening, right? The party happens. Then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're going to go smoke a joint on the football field.
1: I completely Then we do
0: that. You know what, coach, if I'm going to play ball. I just won't sign this. You're yeah. Like, zero scene. Don't care about you know what's that. what's interesting about. Don't care about, about the next morning.
1: Because that's the other thing, too, is like Linklater gives this ticking clock of like this, this like form that all the seniors have to sign for football saying like, hey, we're yeah. not going to do drugs, which is fucking ridiculous. Like, I completely agree.
0: Well, also, I was like, maybe stop being so pretentious. Just yeah. fucking sign just it sign and it it do drugs and anyways.
1: Everybody else, everybody else is signing it and doing Everyone drugs. Everyone had Why shit you like that if you
0: went it? to like a small country school. Like we had honor codes, I think is what they're called. Yeah. Just sign it and then do what you want.
1: Yeah, no one's paying attention. You can, but see, and all of smoke
0: Pot and you get busted. You're on the football team. You're not not in trouble because you fucking didn't sign the paper. It's not well, that like, legally. Funny. Joey
1: Lauren Adams and that other girl. Uh,
0: one of my like mega crushes of my youth.
1: Joey Lauren Adams and that other girl say it best when they're on the football field. She's like, "You act like you're so oppressed. Like you guys rule yeah. this school."
0: Right? Like, he's no, right. he's. I think London becomes, like, he's one of those characters in high school I always thought was just, like, somewhat unbearable. Yeah. The, like, man, I get everything I want. I'm super attractive. I'm the king of the school. But I want to know what it's like
1: to be you. Yeah.
0: Or not even I want to know what it's like. I'm just going to take that shit. Yeah. Like, the 20. I'm, I'm going to appropriate. The 2023
1: analog attractive. to me is, like, the, uh like, on social media when you see, like, how do I put this without it sounding super bad?
0: <laughs> You're gonna sound old.
1: You're gonna no, sound old. I know it is. It's no matter what it's gonna sound like. Oh goddamn millennials. But yeah. it is this weird thing where like kids take on kids take on like younger right. people will take on like the oppression of others and be like, I will hold this with you. It's like you don't need to help. You're fine. Like, stop.
0: Yeah, I don't I mean, I think it's the kid who's like, I make fifty grand a month on my YouTube and Twitch yeah. empire. But you know what? I'm fucking sad today. I'm sad today. Like, the world doesn't get me. It's like, hey, man, try to actually commute. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 50 grand, grand a month. for huh? one month. Yeah. Commute for one month and make a normal salary. Nope. Make that for the whole year and do an actual You're living like, with your job parents, that right? you hate every yeah, day. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you and your friends have a mansion that you just, like, fucking blow shit up all day and play video games?
1: Life man, must be Bummer.
0: Tough. Yeah, see, that makes me sound old. Get a real job.
1: Yeah, no, right? but that's exactly what I'm it is. I'm just saying like, that's the analog
0: of like people who are living the fucking dream. And like, <laughs> yeah,
1: but you look at Pink the whole time and you're just like, yeah. dude, fuck. And it's you. like, I don't
0: think you have actual depression. I think this is a clout chasing. Neither here nor there. Now we're getting into old man shit. But yeah, Pink is a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Pink sucks. He sucks too. And we're lay, laying out the characters that suck in order. I think what's it's interesting. Him, and then in some way, it's O'Bannon and Cole are like the two that suck. Actually, they suck the most because they're way too into hitting the kids. The right below them is McConaughey because he's giving off real fucking rapist vibes. Yeah. Then Dawn, then Pink. Those are like the characters in this movie that suck.
1: Yeah.
0: Like as far as like guys. Right? Everyone else. Well, is like, like All right. They're different shades of like characters.
1: I think to me what's interesting is pink is a character that I look at as most likely to wind up like the next Wooderson, because what you're doing is you're putting so much stock into this like final year, oh right, but last year I don't want to I want to do it my way. I have to be like on my own. I'm like, that is the attitude of somebody who real who's going to realize way too late that they blew it. And they're going the to be Or the guy who gets out in the of real
0: life. world, and you're like, oh, now you really aren't shit.
1: Because the other thing, too, you realize right? is Wooderson at the end of the day, Wooderson drives them out to get Aerosmith tickets. They're all like, all right, cool, we'll see you later. And he goes back to his like studio apartment and eats a can of beans. Lays his head. Probably down. feeling
0: very proud. Well, no, because they, they have the thing even at the start, right? When they hand him the contract and he's like, you're going to make a big deal out of this, aren't you?
1: Yeah. So we just know this is they his They all know thing. this is his thing. He makes big deals about it.
0: And at anything. the end, Don is, is fucking Cro-Magnon as, as he is throughout the movie. He just says it right. He's like, you know, Jeremy was like, I don't want to look back and say these are my best days. You're like, well, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But Don says it, all right? right? He's Christian. like, I want to just have the most fun I can while I'm trapped here. Yeah. I just want to do the most stuff I can while I'm trapped here. I just want to get laid as much as I can (laughs) while I'm trapped here. Yeah. And it's like, that's a mindset I think everyone relates to.
1: I mean, that is is the mindset. We're we're
0: stuck in this asylum. Let's fucking have fun.
1: That is the mindset of everybody who ever went to high school. Like, yeah, that's just the way it is.
0: I I mean, look, So I I think London's like trying to like, I'm above it.
1: Yeah. It's this, it's this sense of i'm not it's a sense of i'm not long for this place and i'm like you can't do that junior year you can do that at the end of senior year when you don't want to be there your senior year hasn't even started yeah your senior year hasn't even started and you already think you don't need to be there anymore i'm like you are not done yet get through that senior year and then you can
0: Uh, i was like that too i was like i'm better than high school but not in like it because i wasn't popular so i didn't
1: in your junior year of high school you did that
0: I think, like, immediately I was ready to be out of school.
1: I knew the day that – so my senior year of high school, if you – this is what a nerd I was. If you do well enough, you can do an internship the last, like, three weeks of high school. Nerd alert. And you can – But the the bigger thing was you can leave school. The only thing you have to come back for... That was ag
0: for us. If we did agriculture class, we would get to leave school. The
1: only thing you had to come back for was you had to come back for your AP courses until you were done taking your AP exams, which I had to. So um, I still had to go back to school. But by the time we were allowed to do that, and the only reason I did well enough was just so I could get out of school so I could go do an internship. Sure. By the time we were done, by the time we started doing those, I was like I don't want to be here anymore. Like I don't want to be in high school and I realize I'm long for this place. And I think the other thing that's interesting is I liked
0: it, I just always wanted to rebel against it.
1: Right. When you Weird start way. getting out, I, this is the fascinating thing to me and what I loved about I love, what's what I love about days are confused because you watch it now and there's this like you have this sense of nostalgia even though it's never anything you experienced ever. Um, but the sense of nostalgia you have for that time when you look at all these people who are at a party, all that matters is getting laid or getting beer. Those are the only two or getting Aerosmith tickets. So those are the three things that actually matter to these people, which is totally cool. Sorry, four, including getting high. Totally cool. Like, that's awesome. The hardest thing about watching it is realizing that there is like nothing else to worry about. Because, well, no, that's why
0: we like high school school melodrama, right? Because everyone thinks everything is the most important thing. Me getting to this party, me getting laid, me doing whatever, me punching a guy back who was mean to me. These are huge Shakespearean stakes. And when you look back, you're like, oh, man, as adults, we're just like, you know what? Almost nothing matters to us that much. Like, we rarely commit to anything as hard as we did when we were in high school. Yeah. Like, the fact that you could just be like, this social contract is a cause that I must battle against. But I against. think you But I Now as an you're adult, right. you're just like, eh.
1: But I think you're right. So we,
0: we yearn for that that ability that, Jump. like, I'm going to be in charge of my destiny. Yeah. Then when you're older, you're like, no, destiny fucking choked me out and tapped me to strikes.
1: <laughs> but I think you you're know right, what I mean? Don has the line of the move. She's like, I just want to say I did the best. I had it. I had it the best for the time right. I was stuck here.
0: Because we all look back and, like, wished we would have gone a little harder at the just enjoying high school. Mm-hmm. When we weren't like living adult responsibilities. Yeah. Right. So, so I think that's the thing. It's just this vibe of like these great characters, this wonderful music, this great atmosphere. It's got really funny bits. Right. So it's just this, it's kind of this perfect collection of things that are just so enjoyable. Right. Even though to me as a movie, it's, it's not really doing the things that I love about movies sometimes. Yeah, I mean, but she, it's it, absolutely a movie that I love spending time with.
1: I think for me, I, I just, I mean, I, I'm a much bigger Richard Linklater fan than you are. So it's one of those yeah. things where I like watching a lot of his movies, and which is weird because I do like a lot
0: of Hangout movies that he like clearly helped like generate the genre. Yeah, of course.
1: Like, I think that's, I think he just he's steered so heavily into the more experimental version of what he created a lot of the time. And sometimes it's palatable. Like, everybody everybody wants some. Like, I think that's a little bit better than Boyhood. I think it's infinitely better than Boyhood. Um, But, like, you know, I like the before movies a lot, too. It's just one of those things where when you spend time with characters and you commit them to your audience the way that Linklater writes them. I think it's the reality that he injects into the movies right that he makes that make them palatable. Because otherwise they would be these like flights of fancy that don't yeah. really work. It's because I don't think they he feel he
0: gets real. enough credit for his kind of writer mind.
1: I don't think he does either. I don't think his, Richard his, Linklater his gets insightfulness, enough credit. At all.
0: Right. Yeah. Like his his insightfulness to present these characters and these mindsets that even if we don't agree with, we enjoy having that conversation. I don't think he gets nearly enough credit on that front. I agree. He gets a lot of credit for his, you know, methods of directing and how he gets stuff done. And he's like an indie god. He is. I don't think the writing gets enough credit as it should sometimes.
1: I just don't think he gets enough credit, period. I think he's a really, I think Richard Linklater is one of the most fascinating directors to come out of.
0: Also, I think he's a hugely influential director.
1: He's one of the most fascinating directors to come out of the 90s because he is probably one of the only directors who's able to go back and forth pretty fluidly between full-blown indie work and mainstream market movies. Like, you know, he did this movie, Slacker, and then he also did, you know, Bad News Bears and fucking School of Rock. Like, these movies that are, you know, School of Rock is like a seminal... Comedy movie. to me, probably.
0: that is a I. I could watch that any day of the week. I fucking love
1: School of Rock. I think School of Rock's amazing, but it still has and now all my the, kids love it, so it's great. It Thank still you. has all the pieces of Linklater that are that it's like dazed and confused. Which is there's something about it that feels very real. There's something about it that yeah. feels very honest, and I think that's what. That is what that's Richard Linklater That's the thing. Linklater it's honest, honest and it
0: feels earnest. Yeah. Right? Those yeah. are the two qualities that he's I think that's the important it.
1: thing is it's never, Dazed and Confused does something that none, none of the other kinds of movies like this do. And even Linklater. I bet
0: if you polled most people, I bet School of Rock won and then this number two for Linklater movies.
1: Yeah, I think so too because just I think just, the
0: wide audience it's like School of Rock is just so much more accessible
1: right but I also think the Venn diagram between people who love this movie and School of Rock is almost a circle
0: well right if you love Dazed and Confused you probably also unless you're like I don't like kids stories eh?
1: but see am saying thing, like though, those
0: are probably his two top most popular movies
1: definitely the top two but what I'm saying is is I don't think that you'd find not just because of the someone music, comes
0: running in no boyhood and you just fucking karate chop them in the throat <laughs> Build yourself a paddle and you whoop their ass. No,
1: it's it's just a really it's a really fascinating thing to watch this movie, knowing that so many like it came after it. But but he just kept making movies like this. It's a really yeah. fascinating. Uh, it's just it's got you got, really you, got
0: you have to really appreciate the career he carved out for himself. Agreed. Um, And again, it's just every time I turn this movie on, it's just like kind of like the music and the visuals. It's almost like I can smell the bong, right? Like it all just hits in my sure. brain. And it's this real kind of, like, total recall memory package for me.
1: Before we... Where I'm
0: just, like, I'm just stoked to fucking slide in.
1: Before we wrap out, this is a highly quotable movie. What is your favorite line in the movie? Could you possibly pick one?
0: My favorite line in the movie? Yeah.
1: This is one of the most quotable movies in existence. It's hard.
0: I don't know. I actually don't know if I could pick one.
1: I'll tell you what one of them- It's probably
0: got to be the joint one. Be a lot cooler if you
1: did. That one is
0: great. Because it's so, it's just so like, it became the meme of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Like, all of the impressions and memes that we do of him essentially come from this character.
1: I think my, there's one line that everyone always forgets about. It's not my favorite line in the movie, but it is like one of my top three, which is when we're in the car that you and I would be in, is Anthony Rapp and Goldberg, and Adam Goldberg is contemplating his like his life after his life going into his senior year where he wants to be an A C L U lawyer and X, Y, and Z. Right. That kind of stuff. Oh and, yeah. And he's like, what do you want to do? I want to dance. I was like, that's the kind of shit I'd be doing in the back of a car, which is like I'm having a serious conversation with my friends and about my life, and then I have to punctuate with a joke because I don't want to get too serious. Like it's to start before it's
0: like, I think I have to understand that I hate people. <laughs> I <don't actually> want- <laughs> It's pretty good. I like when Dawn ta- tries to, like, get the teacher to, like, hook up with him. Oh, yeah. She kind of just pushes Pants him away man. and gives him. The- <laughs> that's kind of funny. And then her thing, like, remember, this was all started by men who didn't want to pay their. Like, it's just there's just a lot of great lines it's, in this. It's movie. excellent. And it's- Everything Affleck says to me is hilarious.
1: <laughs> Here I got a shock there. When I he tells it. the story of getting the gun pulled on him, that's yeah. one of those things where he, like, says the way he says it is the most i've heard the way people tell shitty stories like that before it is the most realistic moment for me in the movie because those people always tell that story the same way three different times and so annoying.
0: it reminds me of my days because our emporium was cosmic bowling yep right it just it takes you back to a time man i Um, used
1: to to drive around all the time we had nothing else to do
0: yeah I don't know. I just, I, that's the thing about Linklater. I just, it's really these kind of postcards to a time. Yeah. Right. And I love that about some of his flicks. So that's it for days and confused. We have uh two more classics end of summer movies or summer movies, right? The way, way back and dirty dance. Yeah. So stay tuned with us. We have great stuff on our Patreon, patreon.com slash film pod. If you would be so kind, go over there and support the show would mean the world to us. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube Film Alchemist. Make sure you follow all the socials and share uh, posts about episodes. Send episodes to your friends specifically, right? Make sure you leave those five-star ratings and reviews. You can email us filmalchemistpod at gmail.com or reach out to us on socials. We're easy to get a hold of. We love to hear from you.
1: That's it. That's all for us. Bye! We didn't do it the whole show. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right.